Hey, hey. Hey, Jack. What's going on, Ryan? And welcome back to everybody out there. To another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. And today we have a very special guest. Yes, we do. We have a special guest with us today, and that's Chip. Chip, you here? Hello, I'm here. Hey! There we go. (laughs) Who is Chip? Well, Chip is our expert today, but who are your co-hosts first? We have a man over here, Jack Stone. Hey, and we got Ryan Chavez. That's right. And that's me, Ryan Chavez, the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, another awesome episode uh, located right here in our Midtown Manhattan location at the Gotham Podcast Studios. Yeah. So we got to give a shout out to them. Thank you for having us here. And as we mentioned in the very beginning in the intro, we have a cool episode today because we are doing a show uh, today that we probably should have done a long time ago. It's probably the most research topics when it comes to dealing with cannabis, and that's cannabis and medical and pain. Yeah. And we have Chip Walker here today, and he is uh, he's our buddy from Columbia Care Dispensaries, um, one of the major uh, dispensary um, outlets mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah, yeah. And he is the... Uh, the the head general pharmacist in the the Brooklyn New York location in a Brooklyn store correct that's, yeah, right. that's right yeah that's so cool yeah. that's right and <laughs> Columbia Care holds a very special place in my heart because that was one of the that is the first place that I went to yeah uh, I got my intake yeah. I was just talking to Chip about that a second ago um, and today what we're gonna do is we're we're this is for all of you guys out there that really want to know more about all right well what can cannabis really do to help me with my medical issues my pain um, what are some common things that people ask when they first walk into a dispensary what are some common ailments people walk in with um, so that's what we're going to go over today. And, uh, and we brought Chip in so he can help us clear up some of these misconceptions that Absolutely. people may have. Yep. And um, and just, you know, give us a little more insight on this stuff. So, Chip, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate Thanks for having me. I'm very guys, excited. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. And uh, I would like I would like you to just introduce yourself also. Just give us a little background about what you do at the dispensary and also a little bit about the company too. Yeah, mind. sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll start with Columbia Cares uh, operating now in – 13 different markets across the country. So we just opened up brand new stores in San Diego, California. So nice. we're getting kind wow. of uh, out in the California yeah. market also. It's going to be amazing. Just opened up a dispensary in Gainesville, Florida. So right Gaines- next to the so University of Florida. That's a big market Florida. in Florida. Big, yeah, Florida's yeah. big market. So Florida really opened up the kind of floodgates, and they allow each company to have 25 individual dispensaries, what? which is a huge number to Whoa. have throughout the state. And, right? and, so, and yeah, we can yeah. have four in we New York. We can have four in New York, right, yeah. So Florida's <laughs> going to have 25. Um, I think I'm moving to Florida. Yeah. yeah, so they're gonna they're great. probably gonna be popping up. You guys are kind of like the Starbucks, oh. yeah. right? Yeah, You're gonna yeah, be like exactly. Starbucks. Starbucks of, of uh, <laughs> cannabis. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so we're we're opening up kind of places all over uh, across the country as things uh, progress more towards a medical market or or kind mm-hmm. of open up even some adult use markets. We were operating there. Generally, we don't open in a adult use market unless we already have a medical presence there. But mm-hmm. um, California was a little bit different there. Yeah, but, uh, we're kind of. Kind of just going to see how things kind of go in the future. Yeah, and and that's that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you. Like, what what does separate, in your opinion, Columbia Care from the other dispensaries? And 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 I I have my opinions on it, but I just wanted to have you go ahead. Yeah, and speak we really want to we really want to have a very medical presence. So I'm a licensed pharmacist. So I you know you come in, you sit down with me as a pharmacist, and we'll chat and kind of talk, and mm-hmm. I can have a little bit more perspective on. What are your other medications kind of going on? What are mm-hmm. what are things that you really have going on in your life that are not necessarily what you originally saw the doctor for? But mm-hmm. maybe we can incorporate a lot of different things in there, kind of medically focused and looking at your drugs that you're taking. Maybe we can reduce a bunch of those because we can find yep. something that cannabis can help you with as opposed to 
uh, like I said, what you originally saw the doctor mm-hmm. for. So uh, Columbia Care really wants to have that medical focus, um, talking to some sort of a medical professional, um, which which can dis- distinguish it out a little bit from from a, a, mm-hmm. a, a adult use market where you might see a butt tender that that has some training on the on the plant on the flower mm-hmm. and maybe an understanding of the genetics or things like mm-hmm. that, but not really that medical background. No. Yeah, and. Um- and and I think it's really important to distinguish when when you walk into a dispensary that you are talking to a professional, right? Because I think sometimes you know I don't know if you guys have ever seen some of these like marijuana or weed shows like on like Netflix or something. They mm-hmm. they have that whole stereotypical, you know, like you, you walk in, you got the stoner person greeting yep. you at the the door, yeah. And, yeah. and like you, like you really take advice from somebody who's like really like only fifty percent mentally there, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like when you walk into Columbia Care, and this is what I did the first time I got my card, that is not how it feels at all right. it literally feels like you're walking into a doctor's office yeah it's clean it's yep. it's like it's like white it's like bright it's like you know you you walk in there's like a separated back area so there's privacy for the consultations right exactly yep, yep. and yep. so you're not just in there you know with the public talking right. about marijuana and you know it's so like if, if it's something that you're not used to it's really nice to be able to do that yeah um and, and the other thing i never recognized either until recently was that you guys are all actual pharmacists correct yep we yeah. are all licensed pharmacists yes yeah, so yeah. i agree graduated pharmacy school in 2012 and was working for a local drugstore. Uh, I've been actually in the pharmacy world since I was like really young. So I started um, kind of early on. It was like one of my first jobs and just kind of working and just fell in love with it. And and so I've been working in a pharmacy for a traditional pharmacy for 14 years before wow. I came over to Columbia Care. So, That's awesome. Um, 14 years. 14 years, yeah. Wow. So what did your parents so, think when you're like, I'm leaving the, the- – <laughs> It was a fun – yeah, that was a very fun conversation. Um, but I, I think that it was very eye-opening for them too when mm. I kind of got to explain to them, oh, I'm actually sitting down with people and we're, yeah. we're really – I went to pharmacy school because I wanted to really help people. And, yep. and a lot of – I was getting kind of frustrated with the traditional mm-hmm. pharmacy realm now. Like mm-hmm. you're just – you're kind of a body there. You're you're counting pills. You're showing people where the toothpaste is. You're not mm-hmm. really counseling and talking to people. There's some of that. Like you get that a little bit. But but here I get to – I'm sitting down with every patient and I'm yeah. seeing them progress over time and how it's improving their lives. And um, one of the best things is when you see somebody come in on the first visit – they have a lot of trouble like walking or something like that because mm-hmm. they've got whatever reason. So yep. maybe they had back surgery and their back hurts or and it, and it radiates down your leg because you mess up your hips mm-hmm. and your knees from from all the pain. And then you see them over the next couple months, six months, eight months, yeah. and they, they start – maybe the first time they came in with a cane or a walker yep. and then – Six months down the road, they don't have that anymore, awesome. and they're moving around better. So those, those things are great, and, and I really get to see that from from the patients. And so. they become and, – and I would have to imagine the majority of these people um, – are they older that you're seeing? Yes, yes. Yeah. So uh, especially in New York. So New York has a, a little bit of more of a elderly population and yeah. for the medical. And I think that has a lot to do with the way that the state has set up the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, more medically focused products. So we don't have flour in New York State, mm-hmm. but yep. we have more oils or like even tablets or edibles. They're, mm-hmm. they're not a traditional edible, but uh, edible just means anything that you're eating. So, yeah, so yeah exactly. Thing. I, like, I so, like the tablet edibles. Yeah. Less calories. Yeah, exactly. Less calories. <laughs> so very precise dosage. Yeah. Um, you get a little pill box you can keep it with you it's a lot easier yep. than yeah, some way easier some sugar uh uh you know uh, gummy bears or, or yeah. gummy worms or something I... like that so <laughs> those are nice but uh but yeah this is a lot more medically focused yeah. so i think that really draws in a, a patient population that's looking more mm-hmm. for that that uh, hands-on kind of white coat type experience so yeah no and, and that's and that's and that's the feel that again that you get when you walk in there it, you know you guys are all in like white coats and mm-hmm. um and and again like you're you're 
the one thing I always notice as well is that you're educated on the product. And, and, and that makes a ton of sense to me why you would want to do something like that and go from a traditional, uh, background in, in, um, you know, yeah. pharmacy to, to this because this is, you know, so wide open right now and it's way more homeopathic and right. it's way more based on how the person feels. So you right. have to talk about that with them. Yep. You have to talk about how you're feeling. You have to, and you have to get them to talk about it and how the different medications are making them feel. And right. so you're really strategizing with them at the end of the day and, and doing a lot of what I would say what our doctors do when they prescribe some of these medicines. But like, this is all because this, this thing is wide open. Right. And, and we just have no, you know, no research or background. Yeah. Really. So it's a lot of trial and error. And, and we need people like yourselves who are experts to kind of guide you in that right direction. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it doesn't make it a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, it, finding out how much CBD is going to work for this person, or maybe mm-hmm. how much THC is going to work for this person, and it's kind of like a game, a little exactly. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. and I, let me tell you, just like for myself, and I know I've mentioned this on the show before. Um, I came off like six medications, and, yeah. and I, I mean, I got a card, you know, for my like reasons. Um, but I ended up uh, coming off of about six medications with it. So, so I would have to imagine those people that are coming in with a cane, you see them later that don't have it. Oh yeah, and that's probably one of the few things they even use now is just yep. the cannabis, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that is a it's it's not that's not an atypical response. Like that's a pretty normal response. It's like I'm taking eight, ten, twelve medications a day. Several months down the road, eight, ten, twelve months into the program, mm-hmm. and then like I'm down to like three or four medications, wow. and so That's and a lot awesome. of those are things like yeah. maybe you have heart disease or something like that, and you kind of have to take your heart medicine. So, yeah. um, but seeing them come off all kinds of pain meds and sleeping yeah. meds, and maybe there's like some sort of an antidepressant in there also, mm-hmm. and then maybe something for anxiety because you're getting yep. anxious from all of the medicine that you're taking. So <laughs> yeah, um, all those things kind of take care of with one plant. So. Yeah, cannabis just kind of like wipes it all off the plate and yeah. gives you a fresh, you know, fresh view of everything. It, it's nice, um, and and I I just wanted to ask you because I, I know we're, you know you guys do tend to focus a lot on the medical aspect, but just in your opinion, and there really is no right or wrong answer. Um, like, what do you think the difference is between recreational and, and medical? Yeah, I think there. I think that's a very blended kind of line. Um, in my opinion, it's really more uh, of like what are the kind of dosage forms? Are you getting a specific kind of dosage? So mm-hmm. um, let's just say for like a vaporizer, for instance, mm-hmm. like you're using a vaporizer. If it if it has some sort of a time dose and you're not counting in your head um, where maybe it's a five-second pull or a two-second pull or something mm-hmm. like that, and you're getting a specific dosage, that's going to lean more towards the medical side because you know exactly how much you're kind of getting. So mm-hmm. um, like with an edible, if you're getting a 10-milligram dose, you know it's 10 milligrams of THC, mm-hmm. maybe if it, and if there's a any CBD concentration in there or whatever it, it mm-hmm. kind of is. Um, but it's a very blended, blended kind of line. So with flour in, in like a, a market where you have flour, like you can use it medically, but, uh, if you don't know the percentage of, of the concentration, the cannabinoids in there, that would be, in my opinion, more towards like a, uh, an adult user. You're just kind of using yeah. it. So, yeah. um, but if you know exactly what's in there, what you're kind of taking, uh-huh. that makes it a little more kind of medical. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'd say intentional, right? Right. Like how intentional you are when exactly. you take it. Correct. Is, yeah. It has a lot right. to do with it. And it's, I think, and you know, I, you know, Jack and I talk about this a lot too. Yeah. It, like to just, um, Almost everything tends to be medical at the end of the day, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. like I, you yeah. know, if, if I'm going to go out and, yeah. and smoke like a like a CBD joint or something yeah. at the end of a Friday night, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I'm sitting in my backyard, like you know, I'm doing that because it's relaxing, but right. it's also kind of therapeutic at right, the same exactly. time, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's medical. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say when you, but I think you're right. I think recreational, quote unquote, recreational, really is when you have no end game, like end right. result of what you're right, looking right, right. for yeah. out of the process. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that that's fair. And, um, and so when you're working with, with people, um, 
can you just kind of go over like like new because we have a lot of people out there that have just you know mm-hmm. they're they're just starting to like look into cannabis for the right. first time and like um they haven't really tried it and so what what questions are you do you usually get from people yeah concerns um, questions yeah questions concerns a lot of times i mean i think probably the number one thing i hear from people is like oh i don't want to get high i'm worried about like <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. they have this they have this idea in their head of it's like a typical stoner or like a like a, a i hate using this term but it, it just is so descriptive like a cheech and chong type person yeah like, that just yeah. um can't function that's not so what it was about so yeah. it's not it's about yep. it's about improving your quality of life mm-hmm. and and using THC to, I mean, THC is the part that gets you high. So that's the part mm-hmm. that they're kind of worried about. But a little bit goes a long way and it can be very beneficial. And having some uh, THC can really help with all of those pain issues. And, and the idea is, is improving your quality of life. So mm-hmm. you need to get a little bit of THC and try it and try it and, and, and get, get your, your body accustomed to kind of having it. You can start functioning better, but also you get used to having it in your system and you're able to kind of perform mm-hmm. better, uh, kind of that way. So I'd say the number one kind of thing is like, ah, I don't want to get high, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you don't want to get high, but don't be afraid of THC either. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's because of those synergistic properties. Like if, and you're talking right. about a tiny, tiny amount of THC exactly. like, is all yeah. you really need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, two and a half milligrams, maybe five milligrams and you don't yeah. need much. So well, we're not talking about like 30 milligram doses of THC mm-hmm. like like you might get if you're uh, in a in a adult use market or something like that. Yeah. You want mm-hmm. to have a little bit more of a, an experience with it, but um, you know, smaller doses to kind of they just they work a little bit better for you for as yeah. far as pain control. And I find and I find that too. Like when I um, as far as pain control, like do, would you? And so like as far as pain control, you're finding that a lot of people do. High CBD or balanced, or is it mainly high CBD? Uh, balanced, yeah, a little more CBD. CBD yeah. is a little bit more potent as the anti-inflammatory properties, mm-hmm. and it's not psychoactive, so you're not mm-hmm. you're not having that high kind of coming from CBD. Yeah. Um, and it it does it does work really well to kind of help control pain. One mm-hmm. thing with CBD, though, is sometimes it can take a bit to kind of build up in your system. Yeah. So you need to take it on a fairly regular schedule, yeah. and it works better over time. So mm-hmm. you have to look at a, a time course. So it's not like I took it – I think that's a lot of problems, too. A lot of people try it, and they, they stop too, yeah, too soon. that's right. So they take it for like three or four days, and they're like, I feel nothing from this. This yeah. is worthless. I wasted my money. But sometimes it can take two weeks. Sometimes it can take a month. Sometimes it can take three months. Yeah. Um, but it's working. It's doing its thing. It, you just need to give it time and, and kind of continue to – to work for, um, you know, and you can compare that to like the antidepressant world and traditional mm-hmm. pharmaceutical world. Like yeah. there's, I don't know how many exactly antidepressants out there, but some people can go through 10, 12 before they find one that actually works for them. Mm-hmm. So you're trying things and, and there is some, some trial and error, some experimentation and, yeah. and I think, uh, just don't give up. So <laughs> yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, you had a, yeah, I feel like yeah, people walk in, you know, they're used to like, lighting bowls or like yeah. when you think of cannabis so like when like when people come in and that's all they know and they don't realize there's so many different ways to intake cannabis like what's like uh what's like usually recommended for those beginner people like how to take it like uh you know like tinctures or like vaping like what's like yeah i do like to recommend patients starting off with tinctures mm-hmm. um Depending on their kind of history with with cannabis, so are they like completely naive to THC, mm-hmm. or do they have a lot of experience? Where um, and if if they're very naive, using a tincture is great because you can really control your dosage. So even if it's like a dropper, uh, you could do two or three drops instead of doing five or six, uh, depending on the concentration, how concentrated the solution is. 
Um, I, that's what I like to kind of start people off with is, is, uh, start with a tincture and then that way you can kind of learn mm-hmm. what's good for you. Cause every person mm-hmm. is completely different. Yeah. So everyone has a different sensitivity in their body. Um, whereas, you know, a two milligram dose for me might work well, whereas you might need like a 10 milligram dose yeah. to get the mm-hmm. same effect. So, um, so with a tincture, you really have that control over it. Right. And tincture is good because. I would imagine, like, especially for new people, because it doesn't feel like they're smoking, which could be averse. They could be averse to that, right? Exactly. Um, And the tablet is just like, like, you're in it for the long haul. Right. (laughs) It's like, like, you just like, you take it and you're like, you better, better work. Yeah. 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 You open then I think the problem with the tablets too is some people with just like with any edibles, people take it and they're like, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. 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 They're like, I'm going to take some more. And then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. two hours into it, three hours into it, you're like, oh, I did that, you know. Oh, and that's it's, it's it's scary it's not dangerous but it's scary it is right like yeah. <laughs> it's scary because it uh I, I was on a plane once and my buddy gave me something i was coming back from california mm-hmm. and i took it and he's like just take a tiny bite of it and i don't know what that means yeah right yeah, and so exactly? i took a tiny yeah. bite of it and before you know it i thought like the whole plane was going down like yeah. an hour later like it just <laughs> and i had to reach and grab like three xanaxes to like chill yeah, me out yeah, at the time yeah, like yeah. just to like it was it was not the but let me tell you something after the xanaxes kicked in it was just the greatest flight yeah, I've ever had. Flight, yeah. <laughs> it was like, but before that, I would have wished for a better, you know, a yeah. better, uh, better start. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I wanted to ask you too. Um, and, and I think, I think this is probably pretty spread out, but like any common ailments that you see people coming in with, but, but I, in my opinion, I mean, we talk about everything and how cannabis can help, but I'm just yeah. wondering from you, like, is a general pain that you're seeing that people can't really like focus and they can't really identify or is it something very like, they're using cannabis for cancer or for this or for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, definitely the biggest ailment is going to be pain. So yeah. pain relief, uh, for a lot of reasons. One, it's almost impossible to get opioids these days mm-hmm. because of the, the opioid epidemic, which I agree with. Like it's an incredibly potent mm-hmm. class of drugs that, that can lead yeah. to all kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, you listen to stories about people who get addicted and like, I don't know the exact percentage. A lot of them are – I went to the dentist and had a root canal and I got like a week's worth of it and then I just couldn't get off of it. Like mm-hmm. I was in a I was in a car wreck and it was a kind of minor but then I was in the hospital for like a day and then I had a month of kind of opioids afterwards and then I couldn't get off of it. So oh, no. that's a very typical yeah. kind of addiction uh, 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 kind of starting story or origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that – people know that and they hear that and it's on the news all over the place yeah. and, and, and overdoses and all this kind of stuff and then – um, so I think people are looking for pain control and, or you're, you're taking stuff like that and you get to a point, you plateau, like yeah. your body gets so used to having opioids in your system mm-hmm. that, uh, you build up such a tolerance to it. You can take these incredible doses that are, that would, would knock anybody out if they, if they weren't used to kind of taking it, but then it plateaus and you can't get any more pain relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're taking all of this. It's hard for your liver. It's bad on your kidneys. Mm-hmm. And so you're hearing all these things about about cannabis and how it can relieve pain and you can still function during the daytime you can get off all of those drugs and you can improve your your quality of life just by using this this beautiful plant yeah (laughs) exactly and and there's no tolerance right like no yeah yeah like we haven't seen any tolerance so you can build up a a slight tolerance to it you can but um it takes a lot longer when you compare it to opioids yeah Mm -hmm. um and and usually that comes from like like really chronic kind of use of it where if you're using it uh large doses several times throughout the day um that that's where you start to build up that tolerance but if you're doing a little bit uh every day or once or twice a day or maybe every other day mm-hmm. your your build up of tolerance is 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 greatly reduced especially when you compare it to opioids yeah and and also when you yes yeah, so when you come off of it 
um, you, from what I yeah, from what I understand, you can pretty quickly just kind of you know get back to your base level again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like it doesn't take like there's not really a, right, like yeah. a withdrawal or anything. No, like that. no withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. And we we there's something kind of in the traditional pharmaceutical world called drug holidays. So sometimes if you don't want to build up a tolerance, mm-hmm. you take a drug holiday. So mm-hmm. with with cannabis, you could do that. So let's say you you're using it mostly every day, but take like one day off on the weekend, like just don't use it, and that really that drug holiday there is so uh good for your body to control kind of tolerance if you're mm-hmm. worried about kind of how much you're building up so take it for six days and then that that seventh day just maybe not and then it really kind of helps reset your body you know yeah no i i think that's important because because i i hear so many people um when you know that just aren't educated on this and when we're talking about mm-hmm. it they'll say well what happens you know if you if you get addicted to it yeah and i'm like well and i just respond with well do you get addicted to water yeah exactly yeah (laughs) i mean like you know and and it's because like you know we 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 now have this endocannabinoid system right Right. that like we just discovered and so like this is something we have to tend to right and and that can come from external nutrients just like what we have to do with our own systems other systems in our body yeah and so and so like when someone asks that that's usually my response now like when you get addicted i'm like you get addicted to water yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) of course you do but there's your there's no physical addiction with, yeah. with cannabis so your body mm-hmm. doesn't get to where and the idea of addiction is where um i think sometimes people don't understand exactly what that means mm-hmm. so like addiction to opioids is just a great example so mm-hmm. let's just talk let's use that so yeah. um your body becomes where it physically needs it you mm-hmm. have to have yeah. it in order to function your mm-hmm. lungs don't work properly your stomach doesn't work properly your mm-hmm. brain doesn't work properly right. if you don't have the drug in your mm-hmm. system that's a physical addiction mm-hmm. you don't have that with cannabis so it doesn't doesn't do that to your body no. in the sense that that like people that have these medical issues that mm-hmm. are imbalanced they so they do need it they need the cannabis to you know, to not have those issues. Like, right, yeah, it yeah. helps. It helps. So, so, yeah, so in yeah. a sense, you're yep. addicted for that reason. Yeah. I, I right, guess is yeah. my point. Like, if you want to feel normal and if you have a natural imbalance mm-hmm. from, I guess, maybe a clin- uh, clinical endocannabinoid deficiency, yeah. right? Then, then from there, by taking the cannabis, you're rebalancing everything and yeah. you're helping with that specific issue. So, in the sense that, are you addicted? Well, if I don't take cannabis, then I'm going to have major muscle spasms. Then you have those, or yeah, pain you have those, those things yeah. kind of come back. Yes. Yeah. But that's not a, that's not a physical addiction yeah. where your body has to have it to function. Right. 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 So that is a you're using it because there is some sort of other issue kind of going on mm-hmm. and um what you know that could be a, a chronic illness it could be a genetic disorder like yeah. and you, there's nothing you can do to can kind of do that you're going to use something to help you improve your quality of life and kind of function and this is a great way to do it where um let's say uh, for whatever reason, your body all of a sudden kind of changed. Maybe you have IBS and mm-hmm. you, you're using this to help control your mm-hmm. IBS symptoms. Um, CBD is great anti-inflammatory, so it really helps with IBS. Mm-hmm. Um, THC is great for pain. So the cramping, the aches, things that come from flares from IBS, maybe your body somehow changes and you don't have those symptoms anymore. And then you could stop the, the cannabis that day. You don't need it. So yeah. your body, you're using it as a tool to help with your, to control your symptoms, but your body doesn't physically have to have it mm-hmm. to function like you can get with other drugs. Mm-hmm. It just seems to like optimize all the processes in right. your body, right? Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. optimizes everything yeah. and it kind of helps like tune everything up. That's how I see it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't – like you're right. Like you don't need it, but yeah. it just makes everything so much easier. Like right. recovery, sleep, you know, all that stuff. So Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's cool to, to learn more and more about the endocannabinoid system and yeah. kind of – and how our body has this deficiency. We as humans kind of evolved over – 
however you want to talk about uh, how humans kind of came around, <laughs> yeah, and things right? like that. I love but, that stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. We use yeah. cannabis; it, it moved all over the world with humans. So mm-hmm. as we kind of, uh, if you look at the plant genetics, where it started in uh, Asia and Africa, but then it came to South America and then mm-hmm. even to the Amer- to like North America. So it came with humans, and we used the plant for a lot of different things throughout history. Um, and so I think as prohibition kind of came about from from the plant, we have um, our endocannabinoid system is deficient mm-hmm. and and giving it those things that it, your body needs. So just like serotonin. So your, your body needs serotonin. It gets that from a lot of different things that you take into your system. So yeah. it's kind of the same way. I think that and, – and the agricultural revolution mm-hmm. was it 10, 20,000 years ago. That's what I think has really changed. Yep. You know, a lot, a lot of our – you know, basically everything, how our body communicates with its outside world, it seems. Um, and, and that's caused a lot of disruption with the body too. And, right. and, and so, uh, yeah, cannabis has been with us for way bit longer before that. Right. And so, um, I, it makes a lot of sense. It just naturally fits with, yeah. with your body. So it, that, this is, that's just the newest part of what we're getting into, like cannabis being a part of one of your systems internally. Right. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. just a crazy concept yeah. that we're not used to. That we're know. not used to, to yeah. hearing at all, for sure. Yeah, but it is. So that, yeah. it's, you know, and that's why we talk about it. So right. it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where do you see the areas of uh, opportunity in the in the cannabis industry, like in general? Yeah, um, I, I like the idea of understanding more and more what the different cannabinoids are going to do. Mm-hmm. So the plants has, I think we've discovered now over 115 different cannabinoids that are inside of of the flower and. Uh, when you get a full spectrum flower or even kind of uh, consuming the flower, you're getting all of those things, finding out what each individual one of those kind of does. So mm-hmm. it's not just THC or CBD. There's CBN, which can be good for sleep. There's CBG, which uh, can help with behavior issues. There's mm. THCV, which is good for Parkinson's disease. Wow. Um, there's CBDA, which is good for nausea and vomiting. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of different things. So We un- should do a show on that. Nausea and vomiting. Well, no, just like the other cannabinoids the that, that no one ever there. talks yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and they're all they're all there. I mean, they're 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 in the plant. They're there. Yeah. Two major ones are CBD and THC. Yeah, I mean, that's sure. like ninety percent of it. But mm-hmm. you have all of that uh, understanding what the different terpenes kind of do, the mm-hmm. terpenoids, the flavonoids, like all of those things that are in the plant that mm-hmm. you're getting. What do they? medically kind of bring to the table right. um that's what i'm excited to kind of see in the future and kind of if it hopefully it's going to progress that way I'm, i would assume that it probably would as more and more research goes into it there's less prohibition people are understanding if i really isolate this cannabinoid i can get a lot of benefit yeah. from that and for a certain different thing um that's what i'm excited about to kind of see so when you go and you get your flower and it has a whole full array mm-hmm. of everything that's in there you can kind of understand like oh this is uh this is a uh, legit yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. When it's been oh. scientifically like evaluated, scientifically evaluated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'd be excited. And exciting. educating. Well, you're everyone, a, as a so. science pharmacist, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> you would want yeah. to see. It. I that's do too, I actually. Say, yeah. yeah, and because because I, I was going to ask too, and that Jack, that's a good point. Um, because one of the things I think is important is when people are new, people are looking for cannabis. Like, what do you ask for when you're looking for cannabis? Like, is there something yeah. you should be looking for? And and usually it's like organic, like yeah, like compound, yeah. right? Like, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, definitely, it's good to know. 
the the how it's grown so mm-hmm. so understanding where it's coming from um i think when you have a flower market versus uh more of a, a medical market so new york's not flowers so we don't have flowers so it's a little bit different kind of story um when you're going to a market where you, where you can have flour mm-hmm. um I, yeah i think it would be very important to kind of know how it's grown mm-hmm. um and and analyzing the, the percentages that are kind of in there so um even from the same flower if it gets different sunlight angles if they're not rotated properly, things like that. You're mm-hmm. going to have – or sorry, from the same plant that, mm-hmm. that you'll have different concentrations in each flower from yeah. the same plant based on the the light it gets or the soil maybe gets a little more fertilizer, expresses that in one arm mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think uh, uh, kind of – Understanding that, I don't know where I was going with yeah, this. Yeah, well, well, I think, yeah, well, I think it's interesting because, like, people want the same formulation for every single plant and every right. single, like, medication they take. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's also important to note, just as you said, this is not synthetic, it's natural. Right. And every plant is a different, different. natural living species. Right, right. And so you're going to have a little bit of, like, if you get, like, OG Kush, right? Yep. Your ones, your, the ones you get in June may be different than the one you get in July. Yep, absolutely. Right? Just because yeah. the plant yeah. is different. Plant, the plant's different. Yeah. Right? So, plant, yeah. And, and, and did you know, and and I know, I know we don't talk too much about botany. Like, yeah. there are times where there's plants in season, like certain strains that are in season. Yeah, um, I was just kind of curious about that. Since, since you're that's here. a great question. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the specific answer, but yeah. but I do know the growing the growing period for, yeah. for cannabis is like eight to ten weeks. So yeah. you can grow a plant pretty quickly from so like fast. seed all the way up. So that's why they call it weed. It grows like a weed. So <laughs> that's, that's right. where weed came from. That's yeah. a good point. I, I never so thought about eight that. Eight to ten weeks. That's yeah. fast. So it's yeah. fast. Yeah. Wow. That's so you go from that to like a full mature plant in like eight to ten weeks. Crazy. No, that's that's good. Um, yeah, that's why they call it weed. That's why they call yeah. it. <laughs> I never thought about from. that. Yeah, well, now, yeah <laughs> man, mind blown, right? Um, no, that's that's interesting. Um, all right, so I think as far as like a lot of the the pain and medical stuff, I think that's a really good overview. No. And do you find that when people come into the dispensary, they're they're maybe initially? I know that the, you know they don't want to get high, but right. um, do you find that when they start taking it, that maybe some people move one way or the other like some people that come in knowing that they love thc and they're yeah. only using the card to get high all the time yep. eventually try cbd and they're like oh this is kind of cool yeah, yeah or the opposite someone who's scared to death and then they eventually move towards it yeah most of the time yeah. people do change so yeah. um we used to have specific statistics but i don't remember them exactly but between the first visit and the oh, second really? visit like oh, that's it was interesting. almost it was like it was like 80 percent or something changed they got something different wow so um huh. not not being said that they're not we're not kind of honing in on that first one but but just the understanding that like everyone responds differently. Yeah. So we don't know. And it's trial so and error. It's trial and error. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people who come in and they're like, I'm a high THC 100% all the time. And then we kind of talk about the benefits of a good like balanced mm-hmm. mixture. Like they're like, you know what? Maybe I could use that during the daytime and I'm not going to be mm-hmm. so out of it. And and they'll come back and they're like, I actually like this a little bit better. So um, Or people who try a lot of CBD and like a very low THC, high CBD, very CBD heavy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and they're like, you know what? Maybe I will try a little more THC and then they yeah. kind of see oh this is good and they'll kind of do more thc as they kind of progress so yeah okay um, so you are seeing that so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's there's changes both ways i so. i feel like and and this is just because like again we're all new to this thing but it seems it feels a little bit like the wine industry where yes. like you start yeah. with like a dessert wine when you start drinking wine yeah. and you're like i just want the sweet stuff and then yeah. you get into the white wines and then you get into dry white wine and then you do a sweet red wine all of a sudden you're in dry reds right and, yep. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah exactly. and that's where you end up yeah and i feel like it, cannabis can kind of be like that too Same and i way, think yeah. i think it's different in the sense it depends the population probably i think the older population seems to not really want the high that's right a lot of it's right right yep and, yeah. and the younger population and so i i find 
like me personally, I just moved to the middle. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was on the high THC side of it, and I'm like, no, I can get CBD, like you know, at a pharmacy or at the uh, corner store down the street, like right. the bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Not understanding the real differences in the beginning. Exactly. Why yeah. again? Why I'm doing this mm-hmm. now? That I understand it and yeah. I see the difference. It's beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want everyone else to know. But like, yeah, I notice it gravitating towards the, the middle of that spectrum is where you really get more, and even higher CBD spectrum. Like, yeah, like with a little bit of THC we talked about earlier, that is just so beneficial. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's just a, I don't know, it's a clean feeling it's a yeah, cleaner it's clean high and the yeah, high yeah, is better yeah. i feel like yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it, you know and and you you can still be functional and right. that's that's the biggest piece because everyone's comparing this to alcohol right now yep. right and, yeah. and it's completely different as we so talked about in the yeah. past mm-hmm. you start everyone drinks every day wine beer you know whiskey whatever it is and you all end up you know on the bed blacked out right yeah. <laughs> right yeah. and whereas cannabis is all different and yeah. it all be functional with it yeah. so yeah, yeah. so I think uh, I think there is going to be like when people start using it, they they it's all trial and error. They got to find their thing. It sounds like and gravitate yeah, towards yeah. That, that middle ground there. Yeah, and don't be afraid to try something new. So so yeah, definitely definitely go in and and be like um, interested in in kind of experimentation a little bit. So, so yeah, be be uh be open to trying something. Be new. curious. Be yeah. curious. Yeah, kind of curious. Kind of curious. Yeah. What's like the most popular thing people like want in the dispensary that you see? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, people definitely gravitate more towards the high THC vape. Uh, I think yeah. that's. Uh, I think I've never had that vape. So high THC. It's it's it's, it's a nice. Do one, you like yeah, it? So. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I like it for, uh, I'm about ready to go to bed. Yeah, and, and really? Sleep, okay. Like, yeah, I should time. try that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I sleep so much better. So, um, yeah. any night that I, I kind of use cannabis, I sleep so much better. Mm-hmm. So it really helps. Yeah, so. me too. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's just because people are used to smoking it. So vaping in, in New York, we can't, like, is it, can't sell flowers. So there's no yeah. smoking. So no, no smokables in the state of New York right now. So mm-hmm. uh, vaping is very similar to that. Ah. So I think people are used to that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, just to be honest, like uh, cannabis, it's, it's THC. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. So yeah. so uh, using it and and it has great benefits in, in other ways. But um, using some of the THC that's there, it's, that's that's what it's for. So right. I think people start kind of gravitating towards that a little bit yeah. um, after they get kind of used to it. And then maybe they switch over to, to tablets because they can sustain it a little bit longer as opposed to vaping two or three <laughs> times a day. Start, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They start start going through their vapes and yeah. they're like, right. eh, I need yeah, some like, a little longer a little thing. Long <laughs> well, right. while it's getting a little light. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> do, you ever, do you dream when you yeah. smoke? Like uh, when you do cannabis, like the, do you ever like – I when I smoke I'm, before bed, I'll just – I'll pass out. I'll have a great sleep. But yeah. I'm just pa- – I, I, all of a sudden, I'll like I'll pass out and it'll be the next day. Yeah. Be like fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Next scene. No, I don't, I don't really – necessarily dream but um it's i think vivid dreams are definitely a big part of it because you're the you're stimulating your brain so you're turning your brain on um granted it makes you a little sleepy and tired but also dreaming is good for you so it's good for your rest so Mm -hmm. your brain recharges itself and and part of doing that is is dreaming and and rapid eye movement sleep Mm -hmm. things like that so those are important and and getting that relaxation from the thc and and the cbn that's in there um that that helps your body really reset itself so uh it's getting a good night's sleep is probably I, I would think if people slept better, just as a society, we would yeah. eliminate like half of what are the ailments yeah. that are out there because we Anxiety. just don't get enough sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You, if, if I get three hours of sleep, I am the most miserable person yeah. in the world yeah. the next day. Yeah. And you can imagine, like, yeah, you're absolutely right about it's that. Large, a large amount of people in the U.S. aren't getting quality sleep, and sleep, that doesn't yeah. mean they're not getting to better. That can just mean because they can't sleep because their health isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and so like yeah, so this this is another way that you can get sleep. And whatever it is, it's a it's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So you right. don't get 
good night's sleep one day, your day is terrible. You yep. don't get a good night's sleep the yep. next night. So it's yep. hard to get out of that. So. And then if you don't have a weekend, where do you, where <laughs> yeah, do you, where do you, do you catch up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just keep going down. That's right. <laughs> cool. But uh, all right. Well, listen, Chip, I, 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 Jack, do you have any more questions? Uh, one last one. Yeah. The, the future of the cannabis industry. Oh, yeah. Like, where do you see that going? The future. Yeah. So, um, I think the, I think the future is going to be more understanding of the different cannabinoids. So yeah. I think that really is a future. I, I'm excited about learning about those things, but I think that's where it's going to go. I think as we start to understand more and more about it, I think even the common consumer is going to want to know, like now you want to know where your food's coming from. Yeah. You want to know where you're, you know, if you're getting water, if it's, if it's clean water, where's it kind of coming from? Things right. like that. So, um, I think this is going to be the same way. You're going to want to know what's in it and yeah. what exactly is everything kind of doing to help me. And I think the the traditional kind of patient or, or consumer is going to want to know more about their health and more about and understand more about what they're putting into their body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I see it progressing, just more knowledge and understanding across the boards from medical side to the dispensary staff and things like that that are educating the patients or consumers kind of coming in and then to the actual patient or consumer knowing exactly what they're putting in their body. That's awesome. And so a move towards wellness is probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great way to sum it up. Yeah, 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 like a move towards wellness seems to be like... And and, and and just to kind of round out the conversation, Columbia Care in general, um, would you say that's really... Because you can break this up into medical and recreational. I I really feel like you guys are medical, but, but at the same time, like it kind of falls into the wellness like bucket i don't you're not recreational yeah no we, we want to be a health and wellness we yeah. want to be a health and wellness mm-hmm. stop so you yeah. can come for all of your health and wellness needs to yep. to one place get professional medical advice uh you can get a very clean product no matter what it is from a, a gummy worm edible all the way up to flour and everything in between um get a great open welcome experience so that you feel comfortable and you want to you want to we want it to be a, a positive experience all the way around so mm-hmm. if you're the very first time that you've ever come into a dispensary and you're nervous to make you feel comfortable uh if you're a seasoned veteran and and uh um, have experienced uh uh the the whole array of, and of no, all but, the products out but know there, nothing so, about it but know nothing about <laughs> it yeah yeah to come in and and, and learn and and um be able to, to find what you want no yeah no that's that's awesome um so 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 that's so everybody who's out there that and where do you guys have you guys have 12 locate 12 different states so we're at 13 different states yeah 13 different uh, states. i'd have to uh, so new york you don't have to uh, write them off massachusetts you know? <laughs> delaware we just opened in puerto rico Florida, so nice yeah. puerto rico um, yeah uh, ohio virginia Whoa. um uh, california where else uh but yeah, we have a we have a national website too. Yeah. So Columbia Care. Yeah, so so everybody who's out, yeah, absolutely. So so all the listeners out there, um, are you guys international? Are you in Canada? Or uh, we actually are international. Uh, we opened a, a grow facility in Malta, which wow. is in the Mediterranean Sea. Wow. Um, which is very interesting to see what the rest of the world is going to kind of move on their their kind of cannabis. So Malta mm-hmm. used to be, or it still is, the largest grower in the world of the uh, uh, poppy plant. So interesting. Uh, we get opium from. So opium. Uh. So and synthetic opioids come from that. Oh, so they, wow. but Malta is now getting into the, the cannabis, cannabis scene. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, so you guys are there. You're, so we're in Malta. Yeah. You're disrupting the opioid scene yeah, internationally. Yeah. 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 Right. One step forward. Yeah. yeah right. 
Um, yeah. So any, so all the listeners out there, if, if you guys are, are, uh, internal in the United States, yeah. if you're anywhere outside, then you have access to Columbia Care. And if, if you haven't tried a, a dispensary yet, can only recommend that you give, uh, Columbia Care. And if you guys are in, uh, New York and you want to give Brooklyn a try, then come to Brooklyn. Hey, for come sure. to Brooklyn Downtown and you'll, Brooklyn. you'll meet Chip. Yeah. Yep. I'll be there. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's a beautiful facility, by the way, that yeah, you guys just opened you. up. Thank Brand you. new, thank beautiful. You. Yeah. you guys should check it out anyways. But that's what we got. Another episode. Chip, thank you. Thank you guys. Joining us. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're going to have yeah, to have you on again here if you're yeah 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 absolutely and uh, i want to thank you all for listening and jack i want you to thank you for uh, being on the show once again with me yeah thanks ryan co-hosting and also subscribe uh, yes. um, to the podcast the cannabis sea it's on instagram facebook and twitter that's right subscribe take a listen share it and we want to see you all here next week on another awesome episode of the cannabis connoisseur podcast thank you for being with us enjoy the rest of your summer be safe be happy enjoy cannabis listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.